principal points with Herbert O'Neill, an honest dialogue to help you through one of the most impactful jobs in education. Hey listeners, I am excited about today. Uh, we have a great guest today, uh, Mrs. DeMonica Amerson of Thompson Elementary in Spring ISD in the Houston area. And she's going to talk to us today about leading learning during a global pandemic. And so we're excited to hear about her expertise as she leads her campus through phenomenal learning during this tough time. All right, folks, I am so excited. Uh, I have Demonica Amerson here with me today on the Principal Points podcast. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and let Demonica introduce herself to let us know where she's a principal at and to tell us just a little bit about herself. Go ahead, Demonica. Hey, Herbert. Thank you so much for having me on today. Definitely excited to um, to talk to you about me and my life as an as an educator. Um, I am currently an elementary principal in Spring ISD at the greatest school on this side of heaven, uh, Thompson Elementary. And um, there, I have been in education now. Whew, this is my actual my 18th year. And so it has been a great experience all the way from charter school uh, to middle school to elementary and even um, working in periocal. So definitely excited and um, still excited about my journey in education. Well, that is awesome. Uh, folks, I want to let you know a little bit. I've known Demonica for many years I've uh, just known her. Uh, we actually went to the same university, to the great Prairie View A&M University. Uh, we, have friends. <laughs> we have friends in common. DeMonica's brother is my line brother for Alpha Phi Alpha. Uh, so we just have uh, some great friends and people in common. And uh, I've just always admired the work that DeMonica does. And I'm telling you, every time you talk to her, she is fired up. There have been times, DeMonica, you know, we've talked on the phone when either one of us have kind of gone through different things, tough Absolutely. things, uh, being principal. And so I always appreciated, I've always appreciated your listening voice. Oh, um, thank you so much. And vice versa. It's just, it's good to know that when you're in this business of people, um, that we can tag, tap into each other and, and share how you made it over. Like the, the old song says, <laughs> yeah, yeah. how you made it over. <laughs> But, you know, what we talk about all this and we've talked about some of the challenges we've dealt with, uh, but we're dealing with something right now that none of us have dealt with. And even my father, who's 70 years old, he's never dealt with this thing. And uh, we're, we're having school, but we're shut down. Our kids yeah. are at home. We're at home. So tell me how that was when you first found out about that you wouldn't be going back to your school building. How was that? Um, it was it was a shock. It was the, that initial shock where you're kind of numb um, and then our brains go into into problem solving. So um, initially it was, OK, so let's figure out next steps since we can't get back into the building. How are we going to interact with our kids? Let's start brainstorming. 
how we're going to interact with parents, how we're going to ensure our kids are still being fed, how we're going to ensure they're still getting um, education and still getting lessons and instruction from our teachers. So it was it was definitely a shock. Um, it was an, uh, a feeling of sadness in the beginning because we are Americanized and we are creatures of habit. And so we're used to getting up every day. Um, at five, well, me right, at right. five a.m. every morning. Um, start my devotion, start my day, get into the building. Um, pretty much before others start getting in and just kind of set the tone, walk the building. I mean, I'm just used to doing those things, high fiving kids, hugging. All right. That comes with um, teaching and comes with education. And so to know that I was no longer going to be able to do that. And not only me, um, my staff, like they were like, now what Miss Amerson, where do we go? What do we do? So it was an initial shock, but thankfully we, I have an amazing staff an amazing district. Everyone jumped right into now what, um, let's talk about next steps. Let's put some things in place. Um, as we are trying to figure it out, along the way. Well, awesome. That That is, uh, I'm sure, the belief that so many, when, when I think about great principles, all the things that you just named are things that great principles do. Uh, and so, you know, you're a principal in Spring ISD, and Spring ISD has a great tradition and, of learning and exemplary student performance. Talk to us a little bit about what the at-home or our distance learning plan looks like for Spring ISD. Absolutely. So um, I have to say I am actually a product of Spring ISD. So I went to elementary, middle, and high school oh, okay. in Spring ISD, yes. And so um, I'm actually serving in the community. Um, I'm a principal at the school in the community where I grew up. And oh wow! Yes, it's I believe it's one hundred percent intentional, um, and and absolutely a divine appointment. But our online learning um, platform is through Schoology, and the great thing about Spring is we were already working through Schoology before we had to go full stream into Schoology. So our teachers were already um, using that platform um, with grading and with um, and we use Google Classroom. So we were already used to um, that platform. The transition and the shift, if you will, came um, when we had to begin teaching our parents how to use this new platform and how all of the instruction would happen through videos and Google Classroom and Schoology. So it was it was a, a major shift more so for our um, our children, our parents, because, of course, they were not familiar with with the platform or with the program. So that a lot of the training on the front end was for the parents. Um, and then, of course, getting the children disciplined enough <laughs> to go in right. and to work in that in that platform daily. And so we transitioned to um, project based learning, which has been amazing for um, us to provide support to all of our stakeholders, all the so all of our sub pops um, where we are able to still do those videos and one on one instruction and still meet with the parents. Um, and still have that face-to-face -face contact, if you will. 
Well, that that's great. Uh, you you talked you brought up something that I'd like to dig in a little bit more on. You talked about educating your parents, and you know, mm-hmm. me being an educator for many years and mm-hmm. being a principal. Uh, our parents. One of the things I tell people: one hundred percent of parents want to be there and want to be in full support Absolutely. of their students. And so how has that process gone with with teaching parents and parents that are our age or older possibly, mm-hmm. uh, with using you know technology with people who may not be tech savvy? How has that gone? So it's, you it's it's going. <laughs> <laughs> it is not it is not gone. It is going. And so um I think that it's working because um, for us, it's it's working because we meet our parents where they are. And so we, we don't have parent meetings during the day because we know many of our parents are essential workers. And so our parent trainings, parent university, they happen in the evening when we know parents are home. Um, I shared with my staff during faculty meeting just the other day, this is parent engagement 101. Um, And so often uh, the parents that we did not see during the regular school year are the parents that we're going knocking on their doors and saying, hey, we are still learning. Your scholars are still our scholars are still working. And so it is pulling out all the stops. So it's offering sessions in the evening. It's partnering up with our Spring ISD Police Department to do home visits. It is um, meeting our parents at a central location, which is our middle school um, that that we feed into that's right across the street, um, meeting them and passing out Chromebooks so their kids can get engaged um, in the learning, offering webinars on how to balance life at home and being a teacher, a parent teacher. So it's literally just meeting them where they are. And do we get 100%? No, our goal is 100%. But if we can touch um, a vast majority of our parents and know their situations enough to say, okay, well, this is how I can support you. And the teachers are tagged with once a week, they must make um, contact via telephone or a face-to-face online session with each one of their parents. So that's an obligation that every teacher has to do. And those parents that they can't reach, they send that to our leadership and our leadership team then jumps into action to try uh, to reach those parents. And then if we still can't, we kind of go down the line and share it out um, with other professionals in the district that support as well. So it's an ongoing process that um, we keep tweaking and we keep working it literally every every week. Right. And uh, thank you for that information to talk about your parent university Mm -hmm. and how y'all are engaging parents and talking about uh, engaging them in the evenings, uh, because I I know these parents, they want to help, but they have so much going on and uh, we're all learning day by day. Absolutely. I want to shift. You kind of started talking about it. It's like you already know exactly what I want to talk about. Uh, But, you know, as we talk about being a lead learner during a global pandemic, one of the things that every principal is, is that a principal is the instructional leader for the building. Mm -hmm. And even though we're outside of the campus, you still have to lead that learning. And and we we can talk about the heartbeat. I call teachers the heartbeat of our schools. Uh, and talking about that transition with them. Talk to our listeners a little bit about how you as principal have led uh, our teachers or your teachers 
through this process. So talk to us a little bit from the beginning to where you are now. Absolutely. So I am a hands-on principal. Um, I can see that. I can see that. I need to see it in action. I am. I can just see it. I am. And and I when my um people that I've come after, uh former principals that I've worked for, one of the things that was a common um a common piece of advice is Demonica, don't ever forget that you were once in the classroom. And so that I've kind of taken along the way. Um, and so I'm super hands on, but I also, I, I give them a word, my staff a word a week. Um, last week was accountability. So although we are, t- are working from home, I have to lay it down and put it real plain. Everybody still gets a paycheck. Right. Still has a contract. So with that being said, we still have an obligation to provide excellent service to all of our stakeholders. And so the accountability piece comes in every every week. My teachers, uh, teachers of record and my spare teachers must provide two Google Hangout sessions or Schoology meet sessions with their scholars. So they have to host these and get online, work through the uh, project-based learning set, um, learning activities, talk about what's going on in their lives, just trying to bring a sense of normalcy back to our scholars. So that's one level that they have to touch our scholars. Additionally, they have to have one touch of the parent. They document all of this information in a Google Doc that we, were, that we created. And I have um, several different uh, leadership members that go in and check that document weekly. So we're looking for the teachers to drop all of their information, all of the contact information, any notes or anything we need to know about in that Google Doc. So much so we then shared that Google Doc with my area superintendent. And so she checks it as well. And the whole notion is that we're not we're not leaving any child uh, left out and any child to fall through the cracks. So that's the one level of making that connection. I, I had to bring out, I'm a reader, I'm an author, Um, So I had to bring out to my staff a book that I have been reading over and over again by John Maxwell called um, Becoming a Person of Influence. And I brought that book out to the staff because I wanted them to know during this time, it's super essential for you to make connections and connect with people. And so we're in the people industry. And so we have to do it a different way. So having that accountability um, where teachers have to submit documentation weekly of what they've done. If you look at my calendar, um, it looks like uh, a rainbow because everyone has to their hangout sessions. And I jump in. I jump in those hangout sessions weekly um, and just to see the kids and to talk to the parents uh, or to the, the siblings. And most times in our school, it's the older siblings. The parents are at work. So the older siblings are the ones that are ensuring that they get in um, onto those hangouts. And then uh, we're taking grades. So every week, my teachers, team leaders have to send me a report of what their grade level, how how many grades they've taken, how many have been uploaded. So it's a, it's a whole accountability piece. Um, but I kept that on the front end, um, Herbert, because I didn't want teachers to, to get a sense of, oh, I'm at home. So I can I can relax. Yes, you can relax, but we still have to provide excellent service. As I said, 
Absolutely. our stakeholders. So holding teachers accountable, I'm being held accountable as the instructional leader on the campus. And then we owe it, we owe it to our kids um, to still provide them with what we promised we would do at the very beginning of the year. We said we do a parent contract and we promised the parents that we would keep teaching, that your child would keep learning. And because of that, we're gonna we're gonna make good on our word. We're gonna make good on our promise. Awesome. I mean, you just got so much information. <laughs> um, have have your teachers talked about you talked with you about any um, specific type of issues that they've had in engaging with the students or engaging with the parents? And how have y'all overcome some? Of oh, that? absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that, so we have weekly POCs. Um, and okay. so I meet with every teacher every week. And if they're a teacher leader, I meet with them a couple times a week. And and one of the first things after we do our family check in is talk to me about um, issues or concerns you're having with contacting scholars. And so um I don't have all the answers. And that's what I'm, I'm really um, transparent, Herbert, when it comes to that. And so I depend a lot on, um, if I don't know, those who have worked the problem or found a solution to the problem to share it. And I shout them out. So we've had a lot of parent, a lot of my teachers um, who have become creative with um, sending scholars text messages and sending scholars uh, parents text messages from a Google Voice number that they created because they didn't want to give out their personal number. And ironically, the children respond back on the text messages. Everybody has a cell phone, and I didn't know that. But Everybody, everybody, everybody has else. a cell phone. So the children <laughs> are responding back on the text messages. That was one of the ways to contact. And then again, with our district, we are able to, to um, collaborate with our Spring ISD police. For, so we've been doing online learning now for about six weeks. So parent that mm -hmm. there has been absolutely no communication with, we have um, tagged our SISD police to partner with us to do a wellness check, just to make sure that everybody's still good in the house, especially with what's going on um, with the pandemic. I will say also, we have had parents that have said blatantly, um, I'm not doing it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not putting my <laughs> on the uh, you, you, that they, in their words, your little online learning. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to participate. And so we have to give them the facts, and that's what I tell teachers. You give you give them the facts, and let me handle the rest. The fact is, this is our online 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 learning platform, um, giving approval from TEA. This is how we will get your child's grades at the end of the year. If we don't have any grades for your child from after since spring break, um, then our grade placement committee will have to come together to determine the next step. And you're part of that that plan, mom, dad. Um, but this is the reality of it. This is your child's grades. And so when I say that or when my one of my leadership team members say that and we give them the facts, we start seeing work pop up. So. Um, I think it's just sometimes with some parents, not many, you have to just lay it, lay it down for what it is. And with others, 
there, there are situations that they're experiencing. So we work with them and we work around them. My teachers are super flexible and they, they get in when they can and they get, get with the kids and their assignments, um, teach them their lessons when they can, if they are having situations where family members may be sick or in the hospital or something like that. But we're super accommodating. But at the end of the day, everyone is still held to a level of accountability. Absolutely. I love how y'all are involved in the police. I love how you are and your team are, are stepping in. And that kind of leads me up to one of my final questions is how have you have you shifted how you lead your admin team and your leadership team uh, during this time? How have you been engaging with them to help support your teachers on your Absolutely. Campus? So it, it looks like um everybody's calendar looks like mine. So the, the one thing is everyone on my leadership team is also a grade level representative. So they have a schedule of all the Google Hangouts um, or all the, uh, the Schoology Hangouts and they have to get in and they have to get into those Hangouts and get in with the teachers to offer support to the scholars academically. So not only is it me and my AP jumping excuse me, jumping into those meetings, but also my coaches and all of my instructional support staff members. Um, they also do small group pullouts. So we have special pops, right? My SPEDS uh, students, my 504, my RTI, they still have accommodations they need to receive. So those accommodations are being offered or those services are being rendered from my support, co my support uh, staff. And so the great thing about Thompson and Spring ISD as a whole, I've been in a couple of uh, several campuses in spring, but the great thing about it is everyone has this um, mentality, we win as a team. And we, yes, we do yes. not hear, um, I, I do not hear from my staff members, oh, that's not my job, that's not my role, that's not my responsibility. I'm hearing, how can I help, Miss Amerson? Can I pull this, uh, can I set up a Google Hangout with my, um, my intervention scholars? Or can I set up a time to meet with these parents that I was working with before we left for spring break? So everyone has really gotten on board and jumped in um, now for the accountability purposes. <laughs> that uh, my leadership team has a schedule and they have to share their schedule with me in my calendar so that if I do need to pull them to do something different or something else, I know exactly where they are in any particular point of the day and who they're supporting um, and I can kind of navigate with that. So yes, like I said, everybody jumps on board. We win as a team, but in addition to, and in addition to that, um, there was no one who didn't want to roll to help roll this boat. Everyone wanted to make it work for the interest of our scholars and, and like I said, our, our families, our stakeholders. So it's just, it's really, it's been a mindset shift, Herbert, if you really think about it. We, a lot of the fixed mindset knowledge and fixed mindset things where that we were in, we literally had to shift that to a growth mindset. And our teachers, we had already talked about the growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, um, but now it's put into action. And so um, jumping out of their boats and, and jumping on uh, with other people and getting scholars the best level of, of education that we can, that's what we do. And we don't and we do it. Um, I read a, a post on Twitter from John Gordon that said, um, I'm not doing this because I have to. Um, I'm doing it because I get to. And the mindset that my staff 
um, has taken on. We're not, it's not something we have to do. We get to serve scholars. We get to serve our community. And so when you shift your mindset to that notion, it makes the work more enjoyable and it makes it more rewarding. I know that's right. You know, Monica, when I, whenever they let us back out and we get to go to school, I got to make yes! a trip to Thompson Elementary because I want to, I want to come see Absolutely. what's going on because I can already feel it. I'm like, I want to be on Listen, this and it's like this every day. And so this is, my t- the oh, staff, right. they ask me, do you ever get tired? I'm like, yes, I'm tired right now. However, <laughs> however this is going to be a great day. And our theme this year um, was growing from good to great. Um, our scholars yeah. say it every single day. And even on their Google Hangout calls before they get off with their teachers, the motto was, I wasn't born to be good. I was born to be great. And so... When you oh. are deposit, when my teachers deposit this inspiration and affirmations and continuous positive energy, um, you can't help but but love where you are and love what you do and love the scholars and and the community that you serve. And so that's kind of how Thompson is. We we just we are a family and we love what we do. We love our scholars. Are we tired? Absolutely but we get to do this. And so it just makes it that much more easier. So yes, come on down to Houston, Texas, to Thompson Elementary, Spring ISD. You're going to be loved on because that's what we do down here in the South. We love them. I know, that's (laughs) right. Well, you know, I I thank you for coming on. You had so many many great tips to take from people, uh, to give to people. Uh, This is the Principal Points Podcast. So if, if you could leave uh, the, the the listeners with one point, one thing that could help them along the way, what would it be? One thing um, that can help. Okay, so Herbert, you know I'm a spiritual person. Um, everything I do. I do is for God. Period. Point blank. I don't. I don't. I don't take nothing from that. Um, work. If if I could leave one point, remember what I said earlier. This is not something we have to do. Um, Teaching children, teaching adults, teaching parents, teaching and helping and inspiring people is a gift that we all have been given by God. And because of that, it's an honor and it's a privilege to serve in this capacity. Um, I don't I know, you know, I just lost one of my really great friends um, was a principal here in Spring ISD. And when I think about right. his service um, to his community and to to us, um, the one thing I always remember um, Justin saying is I do it with excellence. So that's mm. the point I want to leave when you're tired, when you don't have the answers, when you're frustrated, when it doesn't make sense, do it with excellence. And of course, your reward is waiting for you. It's going to pay off, but do it with excellence. Absolutely. And and, and thank you for sharing your heart about your colleague that you lost yeah. uh, so recently. Uh, that was just a tragic uh, event. Uh, and so I, our hearts, our thoughts, prayers definitely go out to, <clears throat> to all of the, the students, the staff, the colleagues, uh, the leadership there in Spring ISD. And so, uh, I appreciate Yay! you, Monica. You so much fun. We could stay and on no, we all can. day, but we've got <laughs> to go. Um, 
uh, and I appreciate you. Thank you so, so you much. God day. bless you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for joining the Principal Points Podcast. You can find more information about our podcast at www.herbertoneal.com.